Welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast, where today's brightest minds in the medical device industry go to get their most useful and actionable insider knowledge, direct from some of the world's leading medical device experts and companies. Hello, and welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. On this episode, I'm really excited to feature another new breed medical device company story. This time we have Andrew Hansen with Simplicity ND. He talks about how their organization is being a lean and efficient organization, focusing on getting new products to market relatively quickly, while at the same time making sure that they're addressing their quality and regulatory compliance. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Global Medical Device Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. This is John Spear, the founder and VP of Quality and Regulatory at Greenlight.Guru and your host, as always. I'm excited today with me on the podcast. I have Andrew Hansen. Andrew is with Simplicity MD. Andrew, welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. So you and I had a chance to, to meet recently at the MDNM event, and we had a really great conversation, and I got to meet your colleague Ryan as well, and, and I got to nerd out on <laughs> the prototype device that you had with you, and you just kind of really reminded me of some things that I've worked on in the past, different devices and things. And, and I loved, you shared part of your story. And I just loved hearing the story about how you guys have been working through this process of getting medical devices to market. And I was hoping that you would share some of that with our listening audience today. Sure. So I'm a managing partner in Simplicity MD. We're a, a small medical device company that's uh, trying to develop uh, products, multiple products that are uh, on the smaller end of the of market size. And so we're looking for ways in which we can optimize our resources. And one of the things that we decided that we didn't want to do was build out an extensive quality team and have dedicated people doing quality instead. We wanted our engineers that are doing design um, to do uh, uh, some of the quality or, or to handle the quality, but we wanted to make it easy enough for them that uh, they don't feel like they're just a quality person. And we felt that we could get better quality out of our product by having the design engineer be really aware of the, the issues that surround quality. And so we've done that now with uh, two products. And uh, we feel like our team, even though we don't dedicate all of our time to quality, we feel like we, we are better able to build a quality product and comply with the FDA regulations uh, by doing it ourselves. Yeah. And so, uh, of course, Greenlight was a, a critical component to that because um, you know, there's a lot less paperwork uh, for the individuals. And, and because it's cloud-based, um, it's easier for us to uh, store the information sure. and to do the review process. So sure. anyway, it's working out well for us so far. Yeah. And, you know, it's been, uh, yeah, I, I love working with startups and, and those who have been around me for, well, for part of the past 10 years knows this about me for sure, but I'm a med device guy at heart and I'm very passionate about 
uh, devices that are making a difference and and seeing startups, the things that that you and Ryan and your team have come up with is uh, has been great for me to kind of live vicariously through you and and to, to go through that experience. But really, what made me smile from ear to ear was uh, when you and Ryan have shared over the, the past year and a half or so, you've shared with us your experiences. You know, you, you're you're both new to the med device industry, right? That's correct. So I, I'm actually a patent attorney by training. That's right. I did that for about 15 years and I've now been doing med tech for about three years. And yeah. Ryan was a talented engineer, just graduated uh, from yeah. University of Utah with an MBA. And uh, we're, we're tackling this together and it's yeah. going quite well. Yeah, I mean, just the 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 depth of of knowledge that I mean, you guys are are you're, you you seem to approach all of this with a learner's mind, and that's important. But how quickly you've gotten up to speed, and how quickly you've been able to to speak the language. I mean, it's for me, it's been really awesome to be a part of that. And I, I guess as you've gone through this journey, I mean, you talked about the quality system and having a cloud based application that that kind of works in the background, so to speak, as you guys are able to focus on mission critical aspects. So you talked about launching a, a device already, and, and you've talked about developing a second device. Can you give a little bit more insights into, you know, I'm not asking you, of course, to share trade secrets, but a little bit more insights into you know, how you've been able to accelerate and go so fast? Yeah, so our first product uh, um, that we... I've actually now built um, three products. I've been on our the Simplicity MD team that's built three products, and there are other. Um, I haven't mentioned them all, but there's three or four other people that are involved in sure. Simplicity MD. And our first product, you know, we did the traditional hire a consulting firm that um, you know did our quality system, and we actually contracted with them. They they do the quality system. Uh, so so I had that experience that. And, and I wasn't even responsible for the, the quality system in that company. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I went to a lot of design review meetings and started to learn the process. And I thought, wow, this is pretty painful. And so when I was in charge of uh, the next two projects, I decided I wanted to do it, try it, try it a little bit differently. And, uh, you know, it's a little, it was a little daunting at first that, uh, to, to commit myself like am i really going to do this because it's serious when you take the quality system on yourself right yeah and i didn't know for sure whether whether ryan and i could just do it ourselves and so what we did is we started with a very simple class one device the catheter securement device um one piece no moving parts um you know and so it's just a listing so we didn't have to do design controls or uh, risk and so we did that first and that went smoothly and we said, yeah, we think we can do this. And we're right now in, in a, in the second project, it's an adapter for positive pressure mass. And we built a valve into the elbow to do oral care through the mask. And it's a, uh, it's a class two device. And we're, we're doing uh, we're, we're about to submit our 510K probably in the next month. And um, you know, it's, it's gone quite well. It's been uh pretty pretty straightforward to to do our design controls and risk mm-hmm. uh, analysis stuff using Greenlight. Yeah. So and we're happy with it. Good. And I, I guess the part for me that, that you about that story that, that I like is is that 
Well, I hope this sounds okay, but you took a baby step <laughs> first. You, you kind of cut your teeth on something that was a little bit of a lower risk product, but an opportunity to understand what, what this process is all about. So you were able to kind of get that to market pretty fast, being class one device and those sorts of things. But it allowed you, and, and, and I know I'm restating a bit of what you're saying, but it allowed you to really get some in your team to get experience with operating under a quality management system. And it really allowed you to also work in parallel and capturing the design controls and risk. Is that, I think that's smart. You know, I think a lot of times companies, they, 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 they dream of the biggest, baddest, best device that they could possibly imagine. And, and it's got a lot of features, a lot of bells and whistles sometimes, and it can be challenging so, you know, it sounds like that, that approach that you took was very deliberate, very intentional. Yes. And in fact, part of our deliberateness, if, if that's a word, is, was that we also didn't want, I, I, I didn't want to have to build a quality system too. Like there's, there's a difference between, uh, let me clarify when I say not build a quality system. There's a difference between designing the quality, quality system itself yeah. And implementing the quality system. For right. Sure. Yes, so for sure. we decided, well, we don't, you know, and if you buy an off the shelf quality system, they, they, they've got their, their good things and their bad things. Right. But one yeah. of the things that we decided we didn't want to do is we didn't want to try and design something ourselves. I, I don't want to become an expert in designing quality systems. I just <laughs> wanted to implement one. Right. So that's a good point. Um, that's a very good point. And, and you, you 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 do tweak things as you. I mean, in any quality system, you're going to tweak things, right? But I wanted to have the confidence, and that that's one of the things that that also attracted us to Greenlight was that that we knew that that as regulations were changing, that there was an expert on the other side that's going to tip us off, like, hey, you 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 need to, you know, change something because this regulation came out, and I didn't yeah. want to have to follow all those I mean you have to follow them a little bit but I didn't I didn't want to be the primarily responsible for uh, monitoring regulations I wanted to be part right. of the community that would help me yeah. you know to you know someone tip me off on it so that that's that it's about picking the things that you do want to do and not and not having to do and finding a system and people that can help you do the things that you don't want to do so yeah I mean that's, that, that, that works for us that's so insightful I mean just, you know, like once upon a time in my life, uh, I, I like to think I was a pretty good design engineer, but that's not who I am today. <laughs> I'm that regulatory and quality subject matter expert. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to help you and your team. And as are the rest of the customer success uh, department at greenlight.guru. That's what we're here for because that's our domain. That's our expertise. So lean on us just like you have. And that's what we're here for. And, and, uh, you know, you know that you guys are brilliant designers and you've got wonderful concepts and you know the space that you're in and, and you're, you're being very strategic about building a portfolio of complementary products. And, and uh, th that's cool. I mean, I, I like that a, a lot. I like that approach a lot. And it's, it kind of goes back to, to my roots, you know, the company that I started working with, even though it was a large company at the time, it felt very entrepreneurial and you know, I, I know we used to go to the American Society of Anesthesiologists and the Mer American College of Surgeons, all these big physician meeting groups. And every time a physician would come up to our booth, they would always ask, what's new? What's new? Because they wanted to see, because they knew that's way, that, that was our reputation. And that seems like the kind of reputation that Simplicity MD is building. 
Yeah, and we want to we want to be experts in the critical care space or whatever space we're working at, right? And so, yeah. but at the same time, we we want to be have the assurance. I don't even want to say assurance. I, there's the regulatory side of things. You, you can't ignore it. A, a lot of times, people are are extreme one way or the other, right? Like like they are. They worry about it all the time, or then they don't worry about it at all. And I recognize that even though we use Greenlight, it's our responsibility to make sure that we follow the regs and that everything's up sure. to date, right? But but if that's the thing that I don't want to be, you know, an expert at, right? Then by surrounding myself or joining a community or an, or a platform that that can help me out with that, then it, at least it makes me a little more comfortable that hey, I can focus on the device and the industry that I'm really interested in and want to be expert at and not have to be expert at all these other things without building out a huge organization, you know, or hiring, you know, multiple people that will manage this, that regulatory stuff. Yeah. The model that you're describing, I mean, we, we've done a few other podcasts with other customers and who have, we'll just say similar approaches from a business strategy perspective. And we've really dubbed, people like companies like Simplicity MD and some of the others that we featured as really this new breed of medical device companies. I mean, you're setting some precedent in some way because I think this is the model that is really going to be successful for growth uh, for companies like yours. I mean, it's, I don't know what your long-term plans and I'm not asking for that today, but for, for success, I mean, you got to, you got to kind of bootstrap it. You got to build it as you go. You got to be smart. You got to be intelligent. And I like what you said about, you know, kind of being a best of breed, you know, you, you know what you do well, you know, there are, there are others who do some of the other things that you don't do as well or know as well or want to know as well. I mean, I'm not going to be a subject matter expert in everything. You're not going to be a subject matter and ex- expert in everything. So let's collaborate, communicate and figure out how to, how to work together. And I, I like that a lot. Yeah. So and I, I really think it's important to find things that, make your company more efficient and lean. Um, and especially with the things that aren't, they're, they're not going to make my product. Uh, I'm not going to succeed or not succeed in the marketplace based off of the type of quality system that I use other than, I guess if you don't use your quality system, you produce a bad product that can right. be bad for you. But mo- most people, I, I think most companies and the FDA does a pretty good job of, of getting people to produce quality products and, and we, we trace things and we fix problems when they happen. And I think in general, the medical community in, or the medical device community in the United States does a pretty good job of producing yeah. quality products. And so in my mind, it's about finding a system that can help me do that process more efficiently. I'm not worried about not doing it well. I'm worried about how much time does it take to get it done and how many people and, and do right. I have to have, and, and it takes my share. If I hire a person, I have to manage that person. Right. Yeah. So, um, do. you know, that's, that's the savings for me or the, and even if it's not an economic savings, sometimes it's just, I can only manage so many things. So, uh, right. it makes it easier for me. Right. That's very true. And I think sometimes companies well it doesn't matter of the size but i think sometimes the things that i've observed when it comes to like a quality management system you hit the nail on the head there's kind of two extremes those who who um 
they ignore it or maybe don't pay that much attention to it or they just put something in place to kind of check a box. They don't, don't really live it, so to speak. And then they're, there's kind of that other extreme where they've gone overboard and, and yeah, they're, they're compliant, but they're not able to do anything because it takes so much time to go through all the, the hoops and hurdles and obstacles that are defined in their overly burdensome quality management system. So we talk a lot about right-sizing your QMS at Greenlight, and, and that seems like that's right where your wheelhouse is as well. Uh, another thought I had on that is I've also noticed that in the industry that a lot of people that become expert at regulatory are too risk adverse, especially for small medical devices like the ones that that, that we do at Simplicity MD. Right. And they actually get in the way. And and as a as a lawyer, I mean, I was trained as a lawyer. I I advise clients, and I learned how to take risk smart. You know, like right. like you can't you can't avoid all risk. And and in patent law, you have to do that because it's patent lawyers are so expensive, right? <laughs> yeah. So people have to learn how to you know how to use that resource wisely. And I think it translates really well into quality systems. If if you want to reduce the cost of the quality system, you have to make good judgments about what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done. And sometimes if you have too many people involved, and particularly um, industry people that have been in quality and think like we've they've been trained for the last 20 years how to do quality, then they tend to not want to make a judgment call on what's a, an acceptable risk. And And I don't, and I think that the, and if you read the regs for the FDA, the FDA clearly recognizes that that's, that's an issue. And they, yes. you know, like risk mitigation is like, look, we're not saying that you have to mitigate every single risk to, to zero, right? Because it, it just never happens. And so by us taking more control in a reasonable way of our quality system, the executive management, the design, and our product developers, and and me as a manager of the of Simplicity MD, we can make much better judgment calls because we're much closer to the quality system because it's not so painful to do it. Right. So I think that's where another really important efficiency comes. Yeah. In, in using a a cloud based and I'll call it Apple esque quality management system. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's that's definitely a huge compliment. So thank you for that. And I'll be sure to to share that feedback with with our team. I know the team at Greenlight Dagru, I mean, we we do live vicariously through our customers. One of the things that we do every week is we share stories from our customers. And you, you know, we we live through the, your milestones and your achievements. So I know our our team's going to be very excited as you march toward that 510k submission and we're ready to pop a bottle of champagne whenever you get that clearance because i know that's going to be a big deal so are we i'll i'll, I'll be sure to let you know we're, we're excited it's, we're closing in on it so i know and, and i mean it's really exciting our data. yeah that's that's cool i mean and i saw the device and and it was great to be able to meet you and ryan face to face too because when i get when you get to look to somebody in the eye and you get to see how excited they are i mean both of you had a certain sparkle in your eye about what you're doing you know you've got something and and you know you got a product that's that's going to make a difference and that's a big deal yeah we can't wait to get it to market <laughs> <laughs> and and of course finishing our regulatory is the step to 
getting its market. Yeah, of course, of course. So, you know, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to, to speak with me. Is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap up our conversation on this episode? No, well, I appreciate the, the time you guys take to learn about the companies and, and developing the product further to, to meet our needs and listening to the feedback that we we give, I've seen things change in Greenlight over the last year or so, and uh, it's all it's all positive. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Hanson with Simplicity MD, uh, definitely check out what they're doing. Uh, you can uh, look up Andrew's contact information on LinkedIn, and if you'd like to learn a little bit more about his company or about his experience with Greenlight, I'm sure he would be more than willing to have a conversation with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been John Spear, the founder and VP of Quality and Regulatory at Greenlight.Guru. And you have been listening to the Global Medical Device Podcast.